0: What better way to show your support than by purchasing some of our amazing LTGW merchandise. We have caps, t-shirts, cups, mugs, tumblers, hoodies, wristbands, watch bands, and so much more. Do you suppose we'll hear stories about addiction? we might oh stories about recovery too Mm. but mostly stories about how addiction turns smart sensitive people into liars thieves gluttons and whores liars and thieves and gluttons and whores oh liars, liars thieves gluttons and whores oh my liars thieves gluttons and whores oh my liars thieves gluttons and whores oh my everyone you are on the air with me Nancy Adair I am the host and creator of Liars, Thieves, Gluttons, and Whores, the podcast that brings you stories from the dark side and the light side of both addiction and recovery. So as I said, I'm hoping to have my friend Steph join me and ask some questions, but if any of you have questions that you want to put in the comment section, I will do my best to answer them. While sharing a little bit about liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores in person. First, I'd like to talk a little bit about the podcast name, (laughs) which I think has been really well received by a lot of friends and family uh, and strangers that are like, wow, great name for a podcast. It comes from the AA community, and I'm not really sure what literature. My brother is um, pretty confident that it's in the big book, and yet I've read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous uh, nightly for years at a time, and I haven't found it in there. So I'm thinking it's in the 12 Traditions, uh, 12 Steps and 12 Traditions book but I could be wrong. If anyone finds the exact location of where it says that most addicts and alcoholics are liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores, send that in to me and I will surprise you maybe with an item from our merchandise. Yes, we now have liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores, hats and hoodies and mugs and travel mugs. They're great. Erica recently, Erica is my uh, virtual assistant and she's been wonderful putting all this together and she recently found an Apple watch band, wristband. So that'll also say recovery on one side and LTGW on the other. So uh, find the merchandise on my website, nancyadare.com backslash LTGW and uh, It's all there. I decided on the name, and then I woke up one morning hearing the part of the Wizard of Oz where they say lions, tigers, and bears, oh my, lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. And I heard it as liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores, oh my. Liars, these gluttons and whores, oh my. So I'm hoping that uh, with this launch today, one of my greatest supporters is Lori Jones and she did the music and the voiceover for the intro that you'll hear with every other episode. Speaking of which, the um, episodes number two through five are already being launched on again my website, but also on Spotify and Apple Podcast. So uh, wherever you're listening to a podcast, search for LTGW, and uh, hopefully we will have it up there on that platform for you. If we don't already, we will soon because again Erica is brilliant and she can do that. Um, Steph Garvin is a friend of mine from my mastermind community and he considers himself a story architect who is out to change the world one voice at a time. So if you're looking to work on finding your voice, Steph has been a really big help in my finding my own personal and professional voice. And um, again, I, I wish he was here to ask me some questions live because it's just easier for me. That's why you'll find that a lot of the LTGW episodes are interviews when I'm interviewing other people because I just find it so much easier than trying to um, ad lib and talk on my own. Although I, I do that pretty well. And uh, we have some great interview guests coming up on um, Liars, Thieves, Gluttons, and Whores. And, you know, I, I also want to say that I, I really have a promise to all the listeners, um, a motivation for doing this show is to make a very hard subject easy to talk about. And when I first got sober, which was 41 years ago at the launch of this podcast, in 1980, I went to AA meetings and thank you, God, I laughed my ass off. They were just some of the funniest stories. And I know that when you're living it, it's not funny at all. But to hear some of the stories, I remember this one fellow was talking about how he worked in a factory sewing shoes and that he could on a day with a hangover come in and not have to stop the machine to thread it because his hand was shaking so much. You know, And I don't know how true that is, but it's just delightful that people get enough distance from the craziness of using drugs and alcohol that they can um, just speak to some really funny stories about it. Um, another one I mentioned in the next episode uh, when I am talking to my brother, but it just stands out to me is this fellow who um, used to wake up after Blacking out drunk, and he'd always wake up in a holiday inn in Portland, whereas that's where I live in Portland, Maine. And uh, one day he woke up and he knew he was in a holiday inn, but when he drew the blinds, he saw palm trees, and he wasn't in Maine anymore. You know, it's like reminds me of again the Wizard of Oz, like Dorothy, you're not in Kansas anymore. So another blackout drunk story was a a man that um, was on a military base and was given everyone's checks to go in town and um, bring back their income and he came out of a blackout also in a foreign country with a whole case full of money, you know, because he would cashed all the checks and then took off on an airplane. And it's just, I, again, I think it's crazy that we can actually black out and end up in a different part of the world and not know how we got there. Yeah, I used to think it was funny that as a teenager I'd get home and I knew I was the one that drove home, but I didn't know how I got there. Um, I also thought it was fun to stop at all the green lights and run through all the red lights. (laughs) It was a game, you know, but it's like, wow, I'm so lucky. I am so fortunate to be alive. Another thing that I share with many of my clients, I'm a psychotherapist and life coach and many of my clients that are you know, struggling to maintain sobriety or achieve sobriety. They're they're like, um, you know, it, it's. Do I have to pass out or black out to be an alcoholic? What makes somebody an alcoholic? Um, when is it? truly a a source of um, pain and when do you no longer think that you're the life of the party. Of course that reminds me of another um, trip down memory lane when I went to a party newly in sobriety and all my friends were drinking and I saw a woman sit on a fellow's lap and then you know lean in real close and i think she looked like she was um felt really good about herself and for the first time because i had sober eyes and i'm going to make that the the name of a podcast episode too sober eyes cuz it changes everything and i remember looking not at her being all flirtatious but at the guy who was leaning way back in his chair kind of like getting as far away from her alcoholic breath as possible and rolling his eyes and I felt so sorry for her because that's who I was You know just thinking that I was the cat's meow when it was probably really disgusting to other people so I want to say something about some of the stories. Um, I worked 13 years in a drug rehab within a hospital and at that time I heard a lot of, again, hysterical stories not to live and experience but to tell about after getting sober. And um, I just got distracted by a notification. I'm gonna see if I can turn those off. Uh, actually, I don't see where to turn them off. All right, so I'll just deal with the blips when they come. <laughs> Try not to be distracted. I'm also a person with ADHD, so you'll see that when I lose track. And again, that's why guests are so fun to bring me back. Uh, so anyway, I was listening to these stories. It, it at the hospital rehab and, um, and wanted to share them. However, I couldn't because it's everything with your counselor is strictly confidential. So then I heard stories from people in different recovery communities that I'm a part of, and I realized that if I were to do a podcast, and they were willing, I could share some of those stories. So one of them is um, a woman friend of mine from literally across the world who is, I learned that you are. there's no such thing as a retired nun, when she's no longer actively working. And she was the mother superior in an order and gambled away all the convent's money. <laughs> Can you imagine? Mother Superior gambled away the convent's money. Anyway, she likes to say that they talk to her about going to a rehab where they send the naughty nuns. So there is an episode of The Naughty Nun on LTGW. I also recently interviewed a neighbor of mine who is sober. going to try and remember, I think it's eight years. Anyway, he talked in the interview about running from the police while he was at a campground and his escape vehicle was a little girl's bicycle. (laughs) And I just can see this now very tall guy tattooed um, on a little pink bicycle with a basket trying to outrun the police. Needless to say, he didn't, and that's probably a good thing because it helped him get on the road to sobriety. And we have the entire first season of LTGW all ready to roll, so we'll put out a new episode each week on Tuesday mornings, early 7 a.m. on the eastern coast. So. Wherever that is, whatever time it is in your part of the world, I hope you join us. And I just got word recently that um, someone accepted my guest invitation. Um, this is Dan Friday. He was a season three guest on Blown Away, the Netflix show Blown Away about glass blowers. He's a glass blower from Seattle. By the way, Dan, if you watch this episode, I went to your website about what glass is currently available. And for a lot of people that don't know me, I am an Arctic buff. I love everything to do with the Arctic, most specifically polar bears. And I have them all around my house. You'd think it was, um, you know, like that I had a child, still young, I do have a child, but he's um, well into his 20s and doing very well. And anyway, I saw this glass sea bear that's just beautiful. It's about, I think, $4,300 for sale, but, and it is gorgeous. I don't want to put a button there because I I may just be purchasing that. <laughs> it's gorgeous. And so anyway, I saw on Netflix that um, that Dan was sober because he won one um, episode in that season and was given a choice of what item he would make out of glass, and he chose to make, I believe it was a mocktail. And he shared a little bit about his sobriety. And so I sent him an invitation um, to join Liars, Thieves, Gluttons, and Whores as a guest. And he is accepted. So that will be in season two. And uh, there are sometimes now people asking me, even before the launch, if they can be a guest. And that just floats my boat too. So the entire show, We have a show again that will be launched today. It's called lost, but not forgotten. And it is about the dedication that liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores is dedicated to those who are lost to addiction, but not forgotten. So listen to that episode. If you'd like to learn about some of my personal loss, and um, loss within my family. As uh, was told to me when I received the job at the rehab uh, at the hospital, my boss said I was uniquely qualified because I was recovering myself from addiction and I come from a family of addiction and I had lost my spouse Uh, my child's father to addiction. So it has penetrated and permeated all aspects of my life. I also want to say, as I often do to my clients, there isn't anything I miss about drinking. Now I'm also a food addict, which is also part of why the Liars, Thieves, Gluttons, and Whores title appealed to me not that being gluttonous appeals to me (laughs) it's just that addiction is a very large framework and it's not just substances it can be behaviors and we'll talk about the alcoholic addict personality and um, how personality forms your personal reality another good show title anyway I'm winding down I just wanted to make this episode about 20 minutes long. Most of our episodes will be between 20 minutes and half an hour. Uh, That's what I'm aiming for. If conversation gets going and we want to talk longer, I will. I also made a decision the other day um, partly because my brother wasn't available to do the launch with me today. I realized that I wanted a backup plan for all the shows that I decided we'd co-host or make shows topic related in between interviews of people in recovery themselves and people who are experts in the field of recovery. And so I talked to, it was actually Lori Jones again that I talked to the other day about, um, just coming on and doing a topic show with me so it won't be interviewing, it'll be back and forth, but with some of my guests that will come back on and you'll already be familiar with them, uh, that is if you're listening on a regular basis. So I think with that I will sign out, I see that there are several comments but I don't know how to read them while I'm doing this live, so uh, thanks for bearing with me in my first effort to um, launch Liars, Thieves, Gluttons and Whores. We'll see you soon. Do you suppose we'll hear stories about addiction? We might. Oh. Stories about recovery, too? Mm, but mostly stories about how addiction turns smart, sensitive people into liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores. Liars? And thieves? And gluttons and whores. Oh, liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores. Oh, my. Liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores. Oh, my. Liars, thieves, gluttons, and whores. Oh, my. Liars, thieves, gluttons, whores. Oh my. Are you a fan of Liars, Thieves, Gluttons, and Whores podcasts? Do you want to support the show and show off your love for ltgw look no further than you can do merch store brought to you by host and creator nancy adair